Hi everyone and welcome to My Unfiltered Twenties. A podcast about the ups and downs, highs and lows and realities of life in your twenties. By me, Abby Parker. And me, Lucy Martin. This week we're going to be talking about all our favourite TV programmes, as well as the usual, what we've been watching and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think with lockdown starting officially today, TV lockdown 2 is always good to have TV shows to watch. I mean, last lockdown, I don't know what I would have done without TV shows. Uh-huh, definitely. So, what have you been watching, reading, listening to this week? So, watching, I know it's early, mm-hmm. but I watched The Grinch. And wow. can I just say how incredible that movie is? <laughs> um, I, I'm now very Christmassy. I, I've bought myself a Christmas gnome. Um, <laughs> the second. If anyone's interested, we can... The second gnome. The second Christmas I actually have. I actually have four gnomes. Because <laughs> I have the mini ones as well. I got as a Christmas present last year. Mm-hmm. Um... But not garden gnomes, like cute little... Like teddy. Put them on your shelf. Teddy yeah. gnomes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not weird, thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I bought I bought some gnomes because I watched The Grinch. And I think it's going to be up there with one of my favourite Christmas films. Are you talking about the, the new, like, animated one on Netflix? Yeah, the, it, well, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's the reason I've only just watched it, because it came on Netflix. Okay. But it, I think it like came out at the end of 2018 oh i i didn't know about it till i saw it on netflix the other day yeah so i remember being excited for it because the music's the music or at least the song is done by tyler the creator mm. so i was like that's perfect oh my goodness he's got the perfect voice to sing a song about the grinch mm-hmm. um and then last year me and my sister watched the original like the 1960s Grinch mm-hmm. and thought it was going to be a full-length film but it's not it's like like half an hour or something and it's all in rhyme I didn't know there was an original one I only know the Jim Carrey one yeah no it's it's right yeah no this this one the 1960s one's like I mean look it up it looks like it's made in the <laughs> 1960s but it's all like the original poem or ever because it's Dr Seuss right yeah yeah but I was interested because obviously it's set in Whoville, but not the same Whoville as in Horton Hears a Who. So mm-hmm. I'm interested in the lore behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, Horton Hears a Who, also <laughs> a great film. <laughs> it's just like kind of comedy, I think. I just like the silly, like. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Mm. Is it the same? So the new animated one, is it the same story as the, like the Jim Carrey one? Or is it a different story? Yeah, I haven't actually seen the Jim Carrey one. You've never seen... I don't think so. Seriously? No, I've never seen it. That's a proper Christmas film, though. I know. I know. Well, I never got it because before I'd watched any Grinch films. Mm. And I remember at school, we used to do, like, decorate your door at Christmas. You Mm -hmm. would just, like, you know, everyone has to... Oh, the class has come together, choose a theme, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And one year, one of the classes did a Grinch one. Oh, no, no, that was it. They couldn't be bothered to decorate their door. So they just put a sign on their door that said, it's been stolen by the Grinch. Inventive. <laughs> Inventive. So I was like, well, why would you why would you want to make a Christmas film about someone that's stealing Christmas? But then actually it's a really good, mm-hmm. great film. Mm-hmm. Great storyline. 
I actually watched a nearly Christmas film. Mm-hmm. So, have you seen on Netflix? It's a new one with Emma Roberts called Holiday. Uh-huh. I watched it the other day. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I still haven't finished it because I really didn't like it. Oh no. I thought because, I mean, maybe it's because I was in a bad mood when I was watching it. That might have been one of the things. But I feel like it was just like trying to be so like classic millennial humor. Do you know what I mean? And I just found yeah. it so cringy. I mean, obviously, that's the point oh, yeah. of these Christmas films. It wasn't really a Christmas film. It's like all holidays, isn't it? Which I did... Some of it, I was like, oh, haha, quite funny. But then, I don't know. I was just like, eh. I do hate when films are like, no, that's such a cliche thing. That would only happen in a rom-com. And I'm like, you're in a rom-com. Yeah, This exactly. is a rom-com. Don't make it meta. <laughs> I don't like it. But I watched it with my boyfriend and I've never seen someone cringe that much in their life. <laughs> exactly. The ending. The ending. Even I was like, that's makes me sick, it's so cringy. Okay, well I mean I guess I'll finish it at some point. Which holiday did you get to? Um you really tested me here. I think I got to the bit maybe just a bit afterwards when she like steals the chocolate from the chocolate shop. Okay, so like pretty early on then. <laughs> or maybe I did get further in, but that's the last bit that I can remember. Hmm. Um, is the New Year's thing after that or before that? Mm, the one when they do the before. dirty dancing lift. Is that before? Yeah, that's before. Okay. What about Easter? I watched the Easter bit. Is that after? Okay. Yeah, that's after. Okay. Anyway, it obviously wasn't that memorable. No. I mean, I, I don't think I'd watch it again. It's not something that I, no. I'd be like, oh, look, we've got to watch this. Like, It's such a shame, though, because I literally love Emma Roberts, but... I just feel like it wasn't... It was trying to be so, like, relatable yeah. and stuff. Also, did you recognise the guy, the main guy? Yeah, what's he in? He's he's the... He is Meg's love interest in Monte Carlo. Yes! I knew I, I recognised him. I was like, I know this guy, I know this guy. And I was like, it's the motorcycle guy from... Yeah, the one that um, the girl from Gossip Girl gets with. Or the one that Selena yeah, yeah, Gomez yeah. gets with. It's the one the girl from Gossip Girl gets with, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It also had um, Kristen Chenoweth, is that her name? Right. Who's the auntie, and she's in, like, Glee, and yeah. obviously all the West End stuff, the Broadway stuff, I mean. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you like cheesy Netflix films, then you'll probably love it, so. Yeah, I think it would be a funny one to watch with people. Yeah, know? I think if we'd watched it together, like me and Alex, we probably would have died at how funny it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It did have this funny... It's funny moments. Mm-hmm. But, so, know. something very exciting, which is kind of leading into our topic of favourite ever TV shows, is mm-hmm. that this week Dawson's Creek was put on Netflix. <laughs> now, many of our mm-hmm. younger listeners... <laughs> younger listeners, like... Yeah. It's So, for anyone that hasn't heard of it, which you probably haven't because it's quite obscure, but I watched it in sick form because they put it on Channel 4 OD... So I had to watch right. it with adverts and then last year they put it on Amazon Prime and then they've just put it on Netflix and it's like, and it was in the 90s, I think it was filmed quite early on in the 90s and it's set in Cape Cod which is in Massachusetts mm-hmm. and it's basically about these like teenagers, like that's, the, it, there's no plot to it really, there's just these teenagers um, but Katie Holmes, it was like Katie Holmes' first acting role I think, who was married to Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And then Michelle Williams, her first acting role, she was married to Heath Ledger. Mm. Um, 
And then you've probably seen the meme. So it's the meme of Dawson crying, which has gone around on Twitter like many times. Right. It's the blonde guy and he's literally like... Okay. Proper like yeah, ugly I crying. Kind of, I know the one you... Oh yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah, that's from Dawson's Creek. But for anyone, just it's literally just like such a good like teen TV show. Like for mm-hmm. anyone that likes like the OC... One Tree Hill, Gilmore Girls, Friends, like anything like that. It's just a classic 90s feel good. Bit outdated. Some of the bits are a bit like, oh, but mm. it's good. Good for lockdown, That's good. especially. That's true. It's good to get get your teeth sunk into a, like a long mm-hmm. series in lockdown, isn't it? Why don't you tell us one of your favourite TV shows ever? Wow. Okay. Well, obviously, Gilmore Girls, but we've obviously. talked about that so many times. <laughs> but I think great for this time of year, especially during lockdown. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's it's. I worked it out once. Mm-hmm. The entire thing, including the Netflix revival, is 128 hours. Wow. So, because I I was like, wow, this took me so long to watch. I wonder how many hours it is. So I calculated <laughs> it. Like, like who does that? But yeah. Um. One of both of our favourite shows mm-hmm. is a Spanish show called Elite. Mm-hmm. And, wow, I have told so many people to watch it. <laughs> but it's really good. The first series is basically th- this girl that is set in, like, a elite school in Spain, right? Mm-hmm. And this girl gets murdered. And then it kind of jumps, so you see her get murdered in the first episode. Well, you don't see her get murdered, but you see, like, her death. Somebody, dead. yeah. And then it's like leading up and then it starts beginning it like leads up to the day of her murder and stuff and you kind of like work stuff out along with the investigator right Mm -hmm. but it's great and then there are like two more seasons it is a bit i feel like some some bits can be a little triggering so like be careful yeah because there is a lot of like blood and stuff isn't it in that scene Mm mm-hmm um it's really good though isn't it you made me watch it it one weekend and then i think i watched the whole thing that weekend i think so and then it's very bingeable we binged it didn't we the last day before lockdown in march if you remember i yeah i do that was a great night we got pizza we watched elite it was great if you if you like spanish shows and you haven't seen elite yeah exactly it's a great one especially if people that like money heist there's a lot of the cast from money heist are in elite Mhm, mhm. A surprising amount. Mhm. Uh, obviously, our favourite being Nano slash. Mm-hmm. What is he in Money Heist? Um. Not Rio. Rio's also in Elite. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Denver, right? Denver. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And Mariana plays the ambassador's daughter in Money Heist. Yeah. And obviously, Lou from Money Heist is like a pop star yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. I mean, her Incredible. Instagram is insane. Stop. I sent you one of our posts the other day, didn't I? Yeah. I was like, this is... I can't believe it. But for anybody out there that's like, oh, I don't like watching programmes in other languages, you just forget that you're... It's in Spanish. Just put the subtitles mm-hmm. on. Don't dub it because it's awful. Just put oh, the subtitles awful. on and you just forget that it's not in English. Yeah, for sure. I think actually a great show that, like, helps people, it, like, that bridges the gap between, like, watching in English and foreign like languages mm-hmm. or whatever is is jane the virgin mm. because some of the characters are spanish so mm-hmm. they speak in spanish so some of it's subtitles but most of it's in english mm. but that's a another incredible show mm-hmm. that i was so emotional when i finished it 
the last episode i couldn't deal with it <laughs> i'm also... still yet to finish it i think I, i've i've seen like the first season i think but you spoiled it for really? me so did i yes you did, did I? don't tell me don't, don't tell people listening we won't i feel oh i feel bad but it's still a great show even if you spoil it because you're like how is that gonna happen mm-hmm. you know um saying that i haven't rewatched it mm. but i do love it it's just because so much happens because it's basically a telenovela in english right mm-hmm. so so much happens that i'm like if i go back a season there's so much that's different mm-hmm. but it's great it is good also the cast of that is great i really like gina rodriguez i mean i remember there being like con- controversy about her but i can't remember what it was but really yeah, I can't remember now, but I like her. I think she's good in... Like, I like her in Someone Great as well. I think she's a good actress. Oh, yeah. That was a good film. Mm. You know what I watched last night, actually? Parasite. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. The <laughs> the the Academy Award winning film, not the <laughs> not the anime. <laughs> no, not the anime, funny enough. It was good. I mean, I've never watched anything, like, Korean before. But same mm-hmm. thing, like, once you put the subtitles on, you can't... You just forget that... It was yeah. kind of a bit... It was a bit freaky for me. Oh, was it? Was it, like, unsettling creepy or, like... Yeah, it was unsettling creepy the whole way through and then the end was actually, like, horror film, like, terrifying. That's why I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't... It's not one of those things I don't think that, like, keeps you up at night because at the end of the day, it's, like, it would only keep you up at night if you're really rich and one of these people that, like, causes it. But anyway, but, like... Okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I was, like, terrified after watching it. It was just a bit like, oh. Yeah, fair. But, yeah. One of the TV shows that I watched last lockdown, which I think would be good... I mean, it's not one of my favourite TV shows ever, but there's so many episodes of it that it would be good for this lockdown is Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, see, I can't watch medical stuff. No, I mean, it made me, like, worse because I would just imagine... Because I found out more things and I'd be like, oh, well, now I've got that. And I'm like, y- you haven't got, oh, like, a bug from the Amazon that's crawled into your skin. But, like, mm. it was really... It was um, it was good through lockdown, though, because there's, like, 20 seasons of it and they're still making of it, still making episodes of it or something ridiculous. That's, but, I can't believe that. I know. The first five seasons were really good. And then it just got downhill, so I stopped watching it around, like, season 12, because I was just like, this is just getting season worse. Season 12, that's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> There's, like, 30 oh. episodes every season as well. No, can't be doing that. Also, they did this every, like, season finale would be, like, the most horrific thing ever. And, like, it would kill off half the main characters, and you'd be like, really? See, this is this is why I've never watched shows like this where they have a reputation of killing off characters because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get attached to them and then they're going to die. It's the same thing with Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. All my friends that watched it would be like moaning and like heartbroken because oh they just kill off characters yeah, exactly. and they don't they have they don't care about them at all. And then I'm like so why would and then you want me to watch it? That's <laughs> not going to happen. I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to tell you the worst. Like spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear it just skip along like 30 seconds or something. Mm-hmm. But one of the main, because all, they all start off as like junior doctors sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the main ones is this guy called George and he's in it for like good six, seven seasons, I think. And then this is one episode and he's leaving the hospital to go and work abroad. Mm-hmm. And then, so they have all the, there's like a crash and everyone comes in. And there's this guy who's that sort of like, his face is gone and he's that destroyed and he saved all these people in this bus wreck. And nobody, they can't work out who, who he is and stuff. 
my god. And then all of a sudden, some he grabs the hand of the nurse and he writes 007 on her palm and they all called this guy George 007 because he was the first doctor to accidentally kill someone and it was George this guy that had been on in the hospital all day that his face was like destroyed it was their friend but they couldn't work out who it was because his body was that like destroyed and it was literally him that's horrific. it was horrific like I actually like, it was like and I was like you're really gonna kill him off like that I was no. like this is crazy I don't like that at all no I know but yeah, but it, it it's good for the sheer number of seasons <laughs> to keep you through. But if you want to waste your time, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's if funny, you're trying to procrastinate, it'll be like good. A, a lot of it is. This is re- it's like stupid. Like you just like cringe at it because it's so stupid. Like there's a musical mm. episode. I hate that. You know what? That's I completely forgotten Riverdale existed until you said musical episode, and then I was <laughs> haunted by all those awful music. Musical episodes. I they must be really bound into those contracts because if they had any <laughs> dignity, they would not still be doing it. <laughs> Cole Sprouse. I was like, he was so respected as an actor, and now look at him. Now look at him. Well, Lily Reinhardt was in Hustlers, and I'm like, hon, you should just have taken that route in film rather than doing these stupid TV shows. Well, when I saw the lineup for Hustlers, I was like, incredible, 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 yeah. and then I was like, Lily. I know. Really? I was like, they cast her? And I thought she was going to be really, like, childish, you know? Yeah. But then she wasn't. But I was like, her reputation precedes her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you know her from Riverdale, then you're not going to... I don't think you're going to take her as seriously because she just runs around creating problems. Mm -hmm. Tell us another of your favourite TV shows of all time. One of my favourites is Million Dollar Listening. Mm -hmm. Right? So... If you like reality TV shows, this is this is a great one. <laughs> um, but it's a lot less trashy mm. than Selling Sunset. Okay. Right? Also a great show. Now, it, yeah, great show. Mm-hmm. But for different reasons. Because mm. Million Dollar Listing, I feel like if you enjoy interior design or architecture, all that fun stuff, then you will enjoy it because they do show the homes and it's kind of interesting to see like different because my favorite one is the new york one Mm. so it's interesting i just find it fascinating sometimes how expensive simple apartments are Mm -hmm. you know and they'll pay like a million dollars for a parking space stuff like that it's ridiculous oh my god yeah in some of these like you know in like the center or whatever um so it is it's really interesting and then there is some drama you know because they're like it's mostly it's like friendly competition but there's someone will do something they'll be like absolutely not (laughs) Um, and in the LA one, it's more, there's more drama because it's LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but then I think Selling Sunset is more, oh, here's all the drama and then, oh, there's a building. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what definitely. I mean? So if, if you prefer more drama based stuff, then Selling Sunset is the way to go. I mm-hmm. binged it. It was great, but it doesn't come anywhere close to a million dollar listening for me because it's just... I love it. I literally pay for Hey You just to watch Million Dollar Listing. <laughs> Isn't that why you were, like, debating a career as a estate agent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't... I just want to skip straight to, yeah. you know, million-pound apartments in London. I don't want to work my way up, so maybe not a career for me. You don't really want to be selling, like, one-bedroom student flats in Olsden. Stop. 
if if they were like, we're gonna, oh, you're young, we're gonna put you on the student housing oh, thing, no. I'd be like, don't. I don't want to be hated my whole life. Yeah, I know. I don't want to leave these students with a roof that leaks. Like, <laughs> I don't want to give these random people keys to the student house so they can go in and fix the window that actually they're not going to fix i don't want to not from real experience i don't want to leave these students with windows that open onto the street that don't close like wow it's almost like it's relatable for us or something that's crazy i know i know i don't know where these experiences like pop into my head from well, like, yeah, where did that come from I that's crazy no <laughs> so something that i've been watching for a long time which i think i've talked about on him before but i've still yet to finish is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is mm-hmm. classic. You've never finished it? I've never finished I it. I thought you were, like, re-watching it. No. Oh. It's peak 90s nostalgia. Mm. Um, I mean, I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. She's, like, the queen of, like, early 2000s, end of 90s. Obviously, Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then it's got Lily from How I Met Your Mother in. We stand. We stand. Um, but I yeah. follow her on Instagram. <laughs> do, you, do you really? Yeah, she just posts her kids. It's really cute. That's wholesome. Yeah, it's a great. It is a good program, but I think it's quite slow. Um, and mm. I tend to, if I'm watching something that's quite slow, I tend to go on my phone and stuff. Mm. So I don't watch Buffy unless I'm like really in the mood for it. But it is great, and the outfits are ten out of ten. But I keep seeing yeah. spoilers on Facebook because it must be on E4 right now because Facebook, the E4 Facebook page keeps spoiling it for me, which I'm like, please can you stop it? Mm. See, this is this is why I don't go on Facebook. Facebook mm-hmm. is no longer a part of my life. <laughs> um, Messenger, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'd prefer not to. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. But then also, oh, Facebook just buying everything. Didn't they buy Oculus as well? Like, the virtual reality. Really? So I was like, what, are we going to get ads? Are people going to get ads on their virtual reality headsets now? Oh, my God. Because they've ruined Instagram, haven't they? We don't, oh, don't. Yeah. I get too angry about these <laughs> things. Ruined Instagram. Give us another... And they have WhatsApp. Do they own, do they own WhatsApp? Uh, or am I crazy? I don't think they own WhatsApp. Okay. I don't know, good. though. Give us another... Because they were going to change the name. <laughs> Le- what? Sorry. You go, you go. Sorry. They were going to change the name of Instagram to Instagram from Facebook or something. Really? And I was like, just stay out. Yeah. Give us another of your favourite TV shows. I really love this series. It's on Netflix called Manhunt Unabomber. Oh my God, what a throwback. What a throwback. I made Lucy watch this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I made my sister watch this. I made my mum watch this. (laughs) Um, So I've watched it at least five times. It's, I mean, it's a bit bit traumatic because it's about the Unabomber. So Mm -hmm. they do show in detail some of, his victims and stuff mm-hmm. but i just find it so fascinating because this is i think this series um is what made me realize that i was interested in language and stuff mm-hmm. so now i do a lot of language modules for psychology mm-hmm. because just some of how the characters talked about language because that basically that's how they i'm not spoiling anything because it's history mm-hmm. that's how they tracked him down is through his lang- his language because he said spent blah blah blah. He sent so many letters mm. to newspapers and stuff like that that he managed. And then obviously he released his manifesto. And then the main the guy that it follows the the FBI agent or whatever that found him was like 
you're you're all glazing over the manifesto too much like this is it mm-hmm. and basically managed to track down Tekadinsky, the Unabomber through his language which was like I was like that's incredible I can't believe it but I like, found yeah, that great show. really interesting because you think of some of the things he says and you're like Loki like oh my god the thing about the the um I always tell people the thing about the traffic lights yeah and same like if you're sat at a traffic light on an empty country road in the middle mm-hmm. of the night and there's no cars for miles but the traffic light is red you mm-hmm. sit there mm-hmm. and you wait for it but even though you know there's absolutely nobody around and it kind of shows mm-hmm. how much like technology has taken over our lives but I yeah mean, exactly yeah it's like that's what he says right it's meant to aid our existence and now it's completely taken over yeah but yeah i i found it so interesting and then now every time i sit at a red light when there's hardly any cars around i'm like oh ted what, what are you doing to yeah, me yeah i know because it's true it does control it because that's the thing you this is one of the things he said i think is you invent cars to help people move about mm-hmm. and suddenly if you don't have a car you can't move about yeah the thing is i want to read the manifesto but you can't just go around buying no. terrorist manifestos can no. you it is interesting so, yeah. though programs like that isn't it like true crime programs like we were mm. talking about a bit last week i mean he went to harvard at 16 like he's a smart guy is he the one i i think i don't know if i'm getting him confused but isn't he the one that was like experimented on yeah at harvard they were testing cia torture techniques yeah. on him like it's actually interrogation horrific. techniques yeah at 16 because he because he was there early like everyone else that they experimented experimented on were a lot older so mm-hmm. they're basically their brains were more developed mm-hmm. so he was like affected by it a lot more mm-hmm. obviously still you know don't go blowing people up but <laughs> yeah it's interesting isn't it stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah um one of my favorite programs ever is stranger things which i think we've talked about a bit before but because mm-hmm. i don't like horror things as we know from last week but <laughs> stranger things is just like good vibes like great mm. cast great nostalgia great music costumes mm. the cinematography is chef's kiss incredible incredible um also steve yes steve steve <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, I'm not going to explain what it's about because most people know now. But it's just like, I think it's set in yeah. the 80s, right? 70s, 80s, 90s. And it's 80s. like, 80s, yeah. And it's like about basically supernatural things, government testing, the Russians, mm-hmm. the Cold War, yeah. those kind of vibes. But it's just a good program. And there's not yeah. that many episodes either. So if you're one of those people that doesn't like to watch sort of like big programs is good mm-hmm. for sure also one of our favorite programs ever new season coming out on the 14th i believe what's the date today so in the fifth so nine days nine days which is we've talked about it many times on this podcast but it's the crown mm-hmm. the new have you seen the new trailer i haven't seen the trailer i've oh seen God. the thumbnail for the trailer and the the woman that's playing diana looks like eerily like i know her. i've watched a load of but videos I seen the trailer of them being the actors who play Charles and Diana like being interviewed mm-hmm. it's really oh, I can't wait it's gonna be so good you're so invested already I'm like kind of saving it <laughs> I'm so excited because it's like this is 
the kind of history I was really interested in at A-level, so I can't wait. Mm. What, like, all the conspiracies about people who still live? I think that's funny. Yeah. But I think it'll be interesting to see how they do it, you know? Yeah. Because obviously, that's very, it's a very... I can't imagine how William and Harry must feel. I don't know, you know when... It won't be this season they kill off Diana. It'll be next season, I think. Do you think? Well, yeah, because they... They're only just getting married in this season, I think. And they'd split up and were, like, divorced for a while when that she was true. killed. That's true. Is it an, is it a new cast again, then? No, it's the same cast for this one, but with the addition of Diana. So I okay. think this season will go up to probably the wedding. And then next season will be a new cast and it'll be her having the kids and stuff. Having... Right, that makes sense. I don't know, because there's a lot of stuff about who Harry's dad is. Well, because he's ginger. <laughs> no, no, seriously, because there was an army captain that she was rumoured to have an affair with who was ginger. Stop, this is getting too much. So I, I don't think... A bit like Khloe Kardashian then. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I don't think... They're not going to say that the royal family killed Diana, first of all. No. Well, this is the thing. I'm really interested to see how they handle it because mm-hmm. I feel like they've hinted at so many things. Well, they were know? like, well, in the new one, I can't remember if it's the new one or the old trailer, they're like, if she doesn't bend, she'll break. And I'm like, you're literally saying you're going to kill Diana if she doesn't bend to the will of the monarchy, but cool. Like, <laughs> Well, well, that's... Um, mm-hmm. Well, it's because in the second season, I think, they like... They, I think they were like, oh, no, yeah, Philip didn't have an affair. But they kind of hinted at it, didn't yeah, they? They yeah. were like, oh, no, he didn't, as far as we know. Yeah. And I was like, because I remember when I watched it with my mum, she was like, are they saying what they think they're saying? Yeah. And I was like, I think so. It's kind of, yeah, and it's kind of weird, isn't it? But I didn't think they would say a lot of the stuff about Margaret that they did. Like, I did, especially the early bits where she's what seeing... Townsend. Yeah, and also when she yeah. gets, she starts seeing... Um, Tony. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, this is kind of scandalous from Margaret. Yeah. But yeah, That's I true. mean, it'll get... The the 80s and 90s are proper sort of, like, scandal time for the monarchy. So I think it's going to get really interesting. Mm. If my... My nan's going to be like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know, I think, I think they'll do it respectfully. Yeah, yeah, they will, because, I mean, they must... They haven't got a choice, have they, really? No. They have, must have royal advisors as well. Yeah. Like... Well, this is... You know when th- this morning comes on, mm-hmm. and it's, like, royal expert or royal mm. whatever, and I'm like, how? What do you know? <laughs> Who do you know? Who's your source? They have... I'm like, how do you know these things? They have, like, autobiog... Like, special royal autobiographists and stuff. Who right. they employ. But what, do they just tell them random bits of information yeah. so they can go and talk to Holly Willoughby about it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Because it's, like, a publicist, I guess, isn't it? I guess. But, yeah. Yeah, but they're not called, like, royal publicists. They're, like, royal <laughs> friend. I'm like, what? Royal friend. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm not sure how many I've said, but another one, mm-hmm. The Good Place. Mm. Have you seen The Good Place? I've seen bits of The Good Place. The Good Place, I think has like peak I I don't even know it's one of the best comedies I've ever watched Mm. I think it's so clever also I love philosophy right Mm. so when I first watched it and I was like OMG he's talking about Descartes yeah then it and then but then it's just so funny and they make like jokes about 
morality and stuff and i'm like that's so clever that's mm-hmm. so clever they, ha- they they mix it up you know they've got like stupid jokes because some of it is just stupid they have stupid characters so it's like but it's just so clever and also i think because it's set in the afterlife mm. like it opens so many doors for jokes that you can't do on earth kind of thing so like janet is like well she's not a robot she's she's like an informational system whatever she Mm -hmm. knows everything about earth which she's named that because of the first like oh i'd have to ask my dad about this the first like database on the web Mm. was called janet Mm. because it stands for something so i just think it's so clever because there are so many things they can do that you wouldn't be able to do in other comedies Mm -hmm. so yeah i love that one it's over now sad times that's another one that was spoiled for me because i remember like last year whenever the finale was right i remember the finale finale yeah i remember being and my boyfriends and they were watching the finale right yeah but (sighs) spoiler can i just say spoiler alert yeah spoiler just tell me well it was the bad place wasn't it that's only season one. There's so much okay, more. Maybe I only saw the season one. The season either. one is low key the worst season. Okay. It gets so good. All right, maybe. Because then they know, you know. Okay. It's good. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. Okay. How many seasons are there? Four, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I've got time to watch it now, haven't I? They're only twenty minute episodes. You zoom through them. Okay. Okay. I started rewatching it. Didn't even realize I'd done two seasons. I thought I was still in the same season. <laughs> Um, I mean, we can't really go through this without talking about Friends, can we? No, of course not. Friends is just, I mean, I feel like it goes unsaid for our generation that Friends is one of the best programmes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't start watching it until, I think until I got to uni, you know? Really? Because all my friends in like year, I don't know, nine would be watching it. I watched it in year nine. Yeah, I would be like, oh, I haven't seen it. Like, I don't really know what's going on. I don't really know who the characters are. I know who I knew who Ross and Rachel were, obviously, because yeah. they were like iconic. But I like didn't really know. And then I started watching a uni, and then basically binged the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Took me a while, but yeah. So then I was like, oh my goodness. And now it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those programs that you can literally watch from start to finish and not feel exhausted of it. Hmm. Like yeah, now I want. I might start watching, rewatching it over again. I always, <laughs> I just always watch the Holiday Armadillo episode. Right, and then I always watch the Thanksgiving episodes. Yeah, I love the Thanksgiving ones. I also love the ones in London when they're there for Ross and Emily's wedding. I don't like them. Don't you? I love those ones. Well, I like I like everything apart from Emily. Oh, I can't stand Emily. She's from Nimi. She ruins. She. Oh, really? Yeah, her accent. She ruins all those episodes for She me. does, she does. Yeah, I really don't like Emily. Who's your favourite Friends character out of the main... Like, not the main ones, I mean. Like, who's your favourite Friends character apart from the main ones? I know who mine is. Who's yours? Um, well, I can't, Paul Rudd, but I can't remember his name. Mike, that's it, Oh, it? yeah, Mike. That's such a good shout. He's hilarious. I love Mike. And he's so wholesome as well. Like, him and Phoebe are just, like, the best. Yeah. The two scenes that come to mind about Mike is... Mm-hmm. Um, piano. Pia- oh, yeah, that's true. When Joey... I don't know what Joey says, and he's like, 
you're a special kind of grown up. <laughs> and then when Phoebe's doing the crossword and she's like, what's the capital of Peru? And then he's like, Lima. And she's like, well, I was kind of hoping it would begin with this. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. It is Katox or whatever. <laughs> and she's like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and he's just like completely fine with how like crazy she is. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I think probably Mike, you know. I'm mm. trying to think of the other characters. Um, oh, I, I like David as well. Yeah, I was going to say David. He's funny. At the end, where, spoil, spoiler, <laughs> when <laughs> when Mike, when he proposes, then Mike proposes, and he's like, would you like my seat as well? And he's like, that would be great, thank you. And he's like, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> also, oh, I know, the Brad Pitt as well. Oh yeah! When oh he, yeah! That's, that's one such of my favorite episodes ever. Because that's just like because I find it so cute that they were married. Like I think that's so funny. Mm. Yeah, that's that's actually one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. I also, for some reason, love the one where they all turn thirty, mm. and when Monica's completely drunk at her birthday. Mm-hmm. I love that, and I really like the one that could have been. I think it's cool. Mm. It's like a two-parter, and it's like. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe's like a, she's like um on Wall Street. Yeah, that's funny. Also, I like one from very early on where they're at the like the football game and then he, no the ice hockey game. And then he gets the ice hockey thing in his eye. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, it's just a classic, really, isn't it? Like wholesome. Mm-hmm. You can always just put it on. You you don't have to concentrate on it. Yeah, that's a good one to be on your phone while you're mm-hmm. watching. Similarly, I've been watching How I Met Your Mother for the first time. Mm. Still, I'm still going. I don't know when I started that. Mm-hmm. Beginning of first lockdown, I think. Mm. And I'm on... I've just started season eight, I think. There are nine seasons. It's going well. It's. I feel like I'm predicting it quite well. Mm-hmm. But they do kind of flip-flop a bit. So I'll be like, I told you that was going to happen. And then I was like, and then it changes. So I was like, I told you it was going to change. Yeah. And it's like, no. Oh, I like How I Met Mother. I think, I think I've watched it all the way through now. I've seen, I remember I started watching it was when I finished Friends in like year nine. Mm. And then I think I stopped after a few seasons. But then I picked it up again like two years ago and then I finished it. And then like I've seen the odd episode. But it's mm. like, it's like more... I'd say kind of like Friends, but more for, like, adults, would you say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Because people compare Barney and Joey, right? Mm. The difference is they, like, allude, they, like, say, oh, yeah, Joey, you know, sleeps with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But then Barney, you, like, see him trying to pick up women and stuff. So it is, I think, a bit, like, aimed at older people, whatever. Yeah, but it's true. obviously it's funny like he does stupid stuff like trying to pick women up in a dress or whatever like. <laughs> yeah I, the, my favorite episode of how Met Your mother i think is the one with the it's called like single people stamina so it's the idea that like mm. it's so oh, true yeah. it's the idea that when you go clubbing with your friends the single people can go longer than the ones in couples because they just want to go home and go to bed and mm-hmm. get a takeaway because you mm-hmm. go, the main reason you go clubbing for is to pick up people. Yeah. So it's like Marshall and Lily are literally like sat falling asleep on the chair. Yeah. While the others are like dancing. Yeah. And like that is funny. literally relatable. It's like, um, it's it's like the one where they go, 
they go out for a night in a gay bar mm. because Lily and Robin are like, oh no, like we hate being hit on and all that kind of stuff. And then they go to a gay bar mm-hmm. and they're like, why is nobody harassing me? Like, what's going on? That one's funny. Mm-hmm. Also, the the last three episodes of it are really good. Okay, don't. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. Okay. Okay, good. We spoil everything else for everyone else, but it's fine. <laughs> don't spoil it for me. I did. I did say spoiler. Exactly. Things. Also, a few episodes ago, I can't remember what I spoiled for you. Oh, the big sick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't spoil it okay. because mm. he, you know, he's married when he's doing promo and stuff, and it says that it's written by both of them. So I did not spoil it. Okay. Technically. So. One program that we can't finish the episode without talking about is Narcos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I think we've mentioned before, but it's Definitely. just one of the. It's a really important series, I think, both the Colombia and the Mexico one, because mm. it's important to not just like watch things about our history and culture. You know, like mm. the Crown's all good, but it's just about England and America. Whereas Narcos, like, there's still drug war and. Well, I mean, is drug war the right thing? But, like, there's still sort of gang violence and drugs and yeah. all of this going on in a lot of South American countries, especially Mexico today. And I think Narcos does a really good job of, like, bringing that to life and in an interesting and engaging way. And especially, like, the stuff about Pablo Escobar, like, everybody should know about that, but I don't think most mm. people do. Mm. Um, but it's just such... They're such good series. They're so... They make them so like suspense filled and tense and yeah. the way that the actors are all incredible as well yeah and again i think it's a good although it's it can be violent i think it's a good series if it's the first spanish yeah. series you've watched because there are bits in english and it's narrated in english yeah so it's a it's a good introduction it's the first spanish show i watched yeah i think same with me it's kind of it's so interesting because you don't know who the good guys and the bad guys are. Yeah, because that's, that's one thing, because obviously they have um, people helping them make it from, like, mm-hmm. Colombia and Mexico and stuff and the US. Well, yeah. But... They had... So Stephen Javier are the two uh, mm-hmm. DEA agents in the first... In Narcos, the first two seasons of the Colombia one, and they're still alive, still do loads of interviews, and they like, sort of mm-hmm. helped with production on the programme. Yeah, but I think they did a really good job of not what some what some series do and being like, we're going to make the Americans look like the good guys. Yeah, definitely. Which they don't do. They're like, oh, no, yeah, they, they shot these people. Yeah. They tortured these people, like, blah, blah, blah. You kind of hate the Americans. Like, I mm-hmm. felt, especially, it's not a spoiler because it's history, but I think yeah. it's in Narcos Mexico in the new newest season. And there's the guy who's married to the American woman. Who I can't, is his name? It's not Don Neto, um, is it? No. Oh, Pablo Acosta. That's it. Yeah. So, Pablo Acosta in the third season of Narcos Mexico, the way that the American... So, the the main detective in that season, who I've also forgotten Mm. his name, but the American guy, Mm -hmm. he sort of has a relationship with Pablo Acosta. He, like, builds a sort of, like, rapport with him. And he says, Mm. like, I'll get you safe and stuff because he's having a baby with his girlfriend, his wife, um, she's called Mimi, isn't she? Yeah. And then he's kind of completely betrayed by oh, yeah, yeah, Calderoni, yeah. I think, or Calderon, who's a 
the local sort of like sheriff police guy who's working with the Americans and they mm-hmm. basically just kill him. And I was like, this is... Because he kind of started to do amends and he'd started to expose a lot yeah. of the stuff that was happening. And he, he was making his way out of yeah, like, exactly. the cartel, right? And he was... I mean, I don't know that much about what he did. I don't know. But it's just... It was kind of horrific, wasn't it? Especially when mm-hmm. he was having a, a kid and stuff. And yeah, that's the thing. Like The Americans do a lot of bad things, especially in the Narcos Columbia when they shoot up that diner. Or the, the cafe, the restaurant, whatever it is. and there's Oh, yeah, like the nightclubs. Yeah, it's horrific. Mm. That's really bad. I remember. I remember that. But with Acosta, I remember watching that episode and being like, I can't believe they've just killed him like that. And then coming into the kitchen to cook dinner with you lot. Yeah. And you and Alex being like, yeah, we've we've literally just done a lecture on him and yeah. he did not die that gracefully. It was a lot worse than they put it in Narcos. Yeah. We did. And that's... I was like, I can't believe it, poor little... Because that's the thing, you watch them and you get like attached I to know. these... Like, even you need, you know they're horrible people and you're like, yeah, but you didn't serve that. That's the thing. I mean, Felix for the in Narcos Mexico, you, you see him come from like just being a police officer yeah. and then... You don't, you're like, oh, he's not that bad. And then but towards the end, he's horrific. Like, he's killing kids yeah. and, you know. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Everyone who lives, he's... he's, But you, you still like him because he's sort of... But the, also, you see what pushes him there. Yeah, you do, yeah. You know? So you're like, you're like yeah, you, you've made the wrong decisions, but you s- see the path that got him yeah. there kind of thing. Yeah. It's very interesting, Narcos. It's the really good portrayal i mean obviously i'm there's some bits which aren't correct and there's some characters which aren't real but it is a really like isabella right she's not real yeah yeah is that her name i think they wanted that was sort of like with feminist undertones didn't they they wanted to sort of show Mm. like oh women were involved in running the cartels too Um, yeah which which cartel was the the sister in was that not sinaloa and that's that's uh that's like chapo yeah they, it was the cartel that was, like, at war, was, like, they're beefing yeah. Sinaloa. I can't remember. I know there's actually know. loads of stories, though, like, we've learned about of women running the cartel, like, cartels, mm. because, you know, why why wouldn't they? Like, if mm-hmm. their husband's dying in the drug war, then why wouldn't they take over and stuff? There's there's actually a telenovela. I started to watch it, but I literally only watched the first episode because it was just... Because after... You know, they released that, like, documentary of, um, I can't remember what her name is, but she's, like, a big telenovela star in Mexico, and she was, like, basically friends with El Chapo. Like, he was, he, like, got her to come to his, like, hidden location Mm -hmm. and talk because he wanted to give her the rights to his life to make a movie about him. Mm -hmm. And he thought that she could do it, so she, like, brought Sean Penn in and was like, let's make this movie. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, so then after that, because was, she was like, oh, well, I've done a telenovela about cartels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. It's called La Reina de, del Sur, mm-hmm. which basically like the Queen of the South, right? Mm-hmm. And then basically, I think the premise of the telenovela is that her husband is killed and she gets a tip off that they're coming for her. So she's trying to escape... And at the first episode that I've watched, she's like, 
scared for her life because she's just basically had like a life of luxury hasn't had to do anything mm-hmm. and suddenly she's like pleading for her life but then I think the series then it she turns it around and she becomes the cartel leader oh. and she's like no 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 one else is taking over this it was my husband's it's mine now mm-hmm. have you got any final recommendations for our listeners for this week mm. well just anything we've talked about if you haven't watched it give it a watch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. start with uh something juicy start with <laughs> i don't know what do you think is the best thing to start during lockdown mm, i think maybe maybe if you want to start with the spanish thing maybe start with money heist mm. although my especially the most recent season mm. my heart didn't stop pounding the whole time i was watching okay, it. it's if, not a relaxing la- relaxing watch if but it's good something more chill than gilmore girls obviously or friends obviously. if you've never seen friends then you need to start with friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you need to watch it just for like the references yeah. in life yeah i haven't got any veggie recommendations this week i haven't really like add anything new didn't you try some veggie meatballs or something oh no i saw these veggie beyond no moving mountains hot dogs but i haven't oh, tried that them was it. i haven't tried them yet okay, i've well, had to navigate us. like coming home and like trying not to eat meat so the other night my mum made like oh. a chicken biryani and i had to just pick the chicken out <laughs> oh my God. which obviously isn't ideal because there was like still bits of chicken in there but we're trying oh i forgot about that yeah. yeah, we're both remote now. We're both locked down and at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let us keep us updated on how that oh, well. vegetarian and a meat eater house is going. I am going to order Papa John's tomorrow. I'm going to get the vegan one. Nice. So I'll let you guys know next week how it was. Mm. I'm going to try the jackfruit pepperoni, so... Mm, interesting. it's good, because everyone raves about Papa John's vegan. Apparently it's the best cheese and stuff, so we'll give it a go. Interesting. Yeah. Right, well, thank you everybody for listening this week. Um, next week, maybe we should talk about mental health or something, considering we're all mm. dealing with lockdown. Very important topic, especially with November this month as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Check out our Spotify and Google podcast accounts, as well as the YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on all social media, My Unfiltered Twenties on Twitter and Unfiltered Twenties podcast on Instagram for updates and general content. Bye, everyone. Bye.